Hey there, my name is Peyton Macy's and you're listening to AnyCast. AnyCast is about anything and everything. We have some cool guests on sometimes, or sometimes it's just me. But enjoy today's episode and I hope you learn something new. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to AnyCast. Today, I'm introducing a new little series, kind of like how I have Any Galaxy and Any Avengers. Today is the first episode of Any League, and the best way to do this was to take each member of the Justice League, evaluate what their powers are, and have them fight someone it doesn't even have to be a villain it could be like a hero from an alternate universe um so it could be somebody from marvel like star wars anything anything so join me as we look into batman superman wonder woman cyborg flash aquaman and the green lantern teaming up against an enemy Let's start with the absolute worst member of the Justice League, Green Lantern. For those of you who don't know his powers or forced yourselves to forget that he even exists as a superhero, let me just refresh your memory. The Green Lantern has this ring called a power ring, and anything that he has the willpower to imagine is essentially in reality. So basically, if he has the willpower to use this ring, he can imagine a robot that he can climb into, kind of like the ones from the Power Rangers, and get into this and fight people, right? He can just have like a giant green fist, and it's all green um, because he is the Green Lantern, of course. So in my opinion, he's the most pathetic and worst member of the Justice League. But today, I'm going to have him fight against our favorite trickster, Loki. The Loki that we saw in the Avengers, Thor, and other movies. Not just a variant of Loki. I'm talking about the one that we've seen multiple, multiple times. Now, for those of you that don't know, Loki is the god of mischief, and this rooted in Norse mythology. Loki was found by Odin and is the brother of Thor, Thor is more so favored because Loki is a mischievous mischievous god who can't be really taken seriously. His own dad and mom couldn't even um, trust him or anything because, of course, he's the god of mischief and how are you going to trust him? Loki's powers are to mind control and project illusions. At least that's like the two biggest ones. He mind controls people with the Tesseract in the um, Avengers films well, the Marvel films, when he has the Tesseract at least, and then he can project illusions, whether that may be cloning himself, he can make an 
um, a dagger appear in his own hand and all that type of fun stuff. Also, he can freeze people, but he doesn't really use that with the Tesseract. Now, let's start the battle between Loki and the Green Lantern. When I say Green Lantern, though, I am talking about all the Green Lantern powers combining them into the live-action version of the Green Lantern. At least that's what I'm imagining. Yes, the movie that is allegedly an atrocity to any superhero fan even Ryan Reynolds hates it, and he played the Green Lantern in that film, for those of you that don't know. He craps on the Green Lantern all the time. He hates it. He thinks it's an embarrassment. So thankfully for him, he got to play Deadpool, who was more so loved than the Green Lantern ever will be. But moving on from that, Loki would have to strike up some type of a deal or game of sorts with Green Lantern if they came into contact. He, of course, would persuade the Green Lantern into believing him, and Green Lantern would probably go along with this until he learned that Loki was lying to him. Because how would Green Lantern know about Loki? But anyways, Green Lantern would lose his ring to Loki in a hand-to-hand fight because Loki would clone himself and also use the Tesseract to mind control Green Lantern into handing over the ring. Then Loki would trap Green Lantern in a jail cell made from the ring if Loki had the willpower. If Loki didn't have the willpower, then he could just have him sit there in a mind control um, the phase, I guess, just sitting there mindlessly and aimlessly looking off into space. Then Loki would have to somehow connect contact Sinestro and Atrocious or any other major Green Lantern villain and they would come in to kill Green Lantern. The only way I see that Green Lantern wins is by Green Lantern realizing that Loki is a liar or knows that he's bad and then he makes like a giant robot appear or something and he takes control of it and destroys Loki. So in most scenarios Loki wins because he is more it's more than likely that Green Lantern is unaware of who Loki really is. Green Lantern would just think, oh, this is maybe a friend that I can be nice with and possibly recruit into the Justice League or something stupid like that because it's Green Lantern and Green Lantern doesn't really think things through. Now we will move on to Barry Allen, otherwise known as The Flash. Now, the, fa- the Flash has the powers of running extremely fast, and he can actually run at any speed that he wants to. Um, he just has to be mindful of those around him. That's why he doesn't run super, super fast, because he could potentially kill others around him with like the entire uh, speed and destruction in the city, heat, probably friction plays in. And I'm sure there's many other things. But the Flash also has powers like energy absorption, probability manipulation, telepathy, interdimensional teleportation, and super speed. So that is how, well, what the Flash gets to use. Now, I'm going to be putting Quicksilver up against the Flash. Quicksilver is a part of the X-Men, and he is a part of the Avengers, and as the brother of Wanda. 
Quicksilver is very much like Flash because he has super speed and the reflexes and all that. But the only advantage Quicksilver really has is he's probably stronger than Flash because Barry Allen is kind of more like a kid, kind of like a Robin in a way that is super fast. So that's just about it that Quicksilver is, is that he's fast, has the reflexes, can travel extremely flat, fast, probably can run through galaxies. I don't really know about that one, but that's the Quicksilver abilities. Now, we will see who could win in this fight, Flash or Hawkeye's shield. I mean, Quicksilver. Sorry about that. I think that the Flash would win some of these fights because the Flash has telepathy. If he can somehow use that ability and mind-controlled Quicksilver's head, or at least put thoughts into Quicksilver's head that Quicksilver starts to believe it's over for Quicksilver, then he can just make peace with him, or he can make peace with him and then just backstab him. Uh, Quicksilver, though, is more than likely to win in just about every single scenario, because he and Flash have essentially the same exact powers. It's just that Quicksilver is more experienced and stronger. Also, Quicksilver is a mutant. And has, you know, he's just a mutant and part of the X-Men, which is kind of special. Also, he got to fight, al fight alongside the Avengers. And so all this stuff just makes him more experienced and stronger. So... Honestly, Quicksilver only needs to get like high ground by getting up on a building or some rocks and then jumping down and stomping on um, Flash's head or jumping down and just punching him in the face and then Flash is basically dead. Deep in the sea, a society of people live. Yes, I am talking about Aquaman and his Atlantean army that he can command. Aquaman can not only command the army, but he can talk to the fish, command ocean life, has metahuman endurance, which is basically just superhuman endurance, enhanced senses of the water, he's very fast in the water, and he wields the trident of Neptune, which grants him magical powers. He also has super strength, so that helps him in the real world and in somewhat in the um, water world. He also has, um, he is the king of Atlantis, and he does have the political powers to command an army, and I'm sure he's had years of experience in commanding armies against, I don't know, people like Black um, Manta or anybody around there. I don't really know much of Aquaman's villains. All I know is Black Manta, and I think maybe like robotic sharks or maybe a shark dude. Maybe he just fights sharks. I don't know. Maybe he has some like kingdom rivalry. I don't really know. But when you think of Aquaman's potential enemies, you'll think of Black Manta, maybe other sea creatures like maybe they have the Kraken, maybe they have Megalodons, I don't I don't really know. Maybe Jaw Shark. Possibly you also think of Joker, Sinestro, Darkseid, any other Justice League villains that maybe other members of the Justice League would need help fighting off. But did you ever think that you would hear somebody describe to you how Misa Gungan army can take out Aquaman? That's right. Jar Jar Binks and his fellow Gungan friends could stand a chance against the Atlanteans. 
Think about it like this. The Gungans fight with energy shields, electric bombs, and spears. Admittedly, the spears are pretty basic, kind of wooden, but still spears. They live underwater. They can breathe underwater. They're good at swimming. They know their threats underwater. Um, they're just very advanced like that. Um, but they can... They also have the electric bombs, which is a huge, huge benefit to them. So this is how the battle would be fought. Aquaman would either kill the Gungans at first sight with his magical trident abilities, underwater this is, or he would just play out an old-fashioned war where it's just basically his army against the Gungan army with just spears. So... That's how Aquaman and the Atlanteans win. But, on the other hand, if the Gungans tried striking a deal that was declined by Aquaman and the Atlantean society, they could go back up to the surface, get the electric bombs, and launch them into the ocean, frying every Atlantean to death. Except, of course, Aquaman, which still makes Aquaman live because he's super strong and all this stuff. If, if Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord and has the abilities of the dark side, then Dar Darth Jar Jar can crush Aquaman's throat and cut him in half with a lightsaber. And there's really no escaping the Force, especially the dark side of the Force. The only others that stand a chance against the Force are other Force users that are experienced, so usually just the Jedi and the Sith. Even the Inquisitors don't really stand a chance against jedi unless it's like a padawan that doesn't know anything then it's kind of the end for the padawan next up we have cyborg now before this recording i barely even knew a thing about the cyborg cyborg has super strength platinum alloy skin night vision heat tracking and laser blasting so he is one of the weaker justice league members out there possibly even weaker than well, actually, he is the weakest because Aquaman is super strong. Um, Flash is super fast and everything. And then the entire willpower with the ring from Green Lantern. But I will be putting up against Cyborg, a villain from 1984, the Terminator. Because the Terminator has the power to track down people with a database in their heads. Every Terminator has databases in their heads. And they know their target. So if the Terminator was assigned to go and target Cyborg, then it would really be just game over for Cyborg. Terminator, they can shoot guns with no recoil. So they're very, very, very experienced with the guns. They must be crushed with like metal compactors or the core must be destroyed but in order for the core to be destroyed you must be in 2029 to destroy the core they can time travel and just teleport in general they also can take on fake disguises and have super strength so they could look like your normal citizens and then just kill you if you're the target and then they go psychopath mode well, I don't really know much more about these two, so it's harder to have them battle. 
on one side, I can just say that the Terminator wins because all he has to do is blow up Cyborg's robotic heart, heart or just shoot any human parts of Cyborg. And then it's game over for Cyborg because the metal suit or the metal parts will just sit there either on or off if the human parts are dead. But then Cyborg could fight the Terminator to the ground and then crush his skull, which would be an interesting fight because the Terminators are super strong and Cyborg would just have to like throw the Terminator on the ground and then step on his head, but that would be extremely unlikely. Or Cyborg could just wait until 2029 and then destroy the core of the Terminators with the Justice League or just on his own. I think he would do okay, I think, if he just guarded his heart in his um, skin, then it's all good for him. Now, we all know about Clark Kent, the man that becomes the Superman. Well, Superman has the powers of flight, laser eyes, freezing breath, super hearing, and he is invincible. Unless there's kryptonite involved, then Superman will die. Now, in a famous comic called Death of Superman, Superman launches a spear made of kryptonite at Doomsday. Superman and Doomsday died that day. And the reason that I mention that is because he can even touch the kryptonite, but he will die fast, so he has to think fast, and then, of course, kill the person that's going to die to kryptonite. Now... If you're a Marvel fan, you probably know where I'm going to go with this one. Who is the Superman or Superwoman of Marvel? Captain Marvel. That's who. She was introduced into the MCU in 2019 and was made the most powerful superhero in the MCU. Now, I haven't seen Captain Marvel, but everybody that I talk to about Marvel tells me that she is like Rey, the Rey Skywalker of Marvel. She appears weak and then about five minutes later becomes the strongest in that universe and gets all these epic abilities. Captain Marvel has the powers of immunity to, sorry, immunity to diseases, has super stamina, agility, flight, space travel, heat powers, self-healing, super strength, super speed, absorbing kinetic energy, gravity manipulation, teleportation, photon blasts of heat, bending reality, kind of like the reality stone, but on a somewhat smaller scale, and cosmic awareness, which cosmic awareness is basically where she knows everything that's happening in the galaxy. Um, so if there's like a threat, she's kind of like Superman, like if Superman was in Canada and then Somebody's falling off a Big Ben because, I don't know, Dark Side just dropped the person off a bank, the top of Big Ben or the Empire State. He can just fly on over because he already knows that there's danger. So basically, Captain Marvel is unbeatable and you can never beat Captain Marvel because she's the most powerful in the MCU. Now that we have learned about both Superman and Captain Marvel powers it is safe to say that captain marvel would annihilate superman in any situation the fact that captain marvel can self-heal herself because of her cells making that possible makes it impossible 
for Superman to win because Superman has a weakness, which is kryptonite. And Captain Marvel, to my knowledge, does not have a crypt or I'm sorry, not a kryptonite, a weakness. This is how the fight would go. Captain Marvel and Superman would disagree, disagree on sorts, some issue. I don't really know what any. And then Captain Marvel would try to melt him with photon blasts. She would soon learn that Superman is much like her, being invincible. But then she would have to teleport herself to Metropolis or Gotham to ask Lex Luthor or Batman about Superman. Batman, of course, would be glad to help Captain Marvel kill Superman. And Lex would probably already have some kryptonite on standby or at least a location of where. So Captain Marvel would take the kryptonite, have Lewis in a, or Lois in a like parallel situation, possibly trying to drop her off a building and kill her. She would have her hostage and that would give Captain Marvel the advantage because then Superman would be angry and fly over to kill Captain Marvel, but before um, Captain Marvel or Superman could do a thing, Captain Marvel would just need to stab the kryptonite crystal into Superman's chest or really anywhere, and he would die. In fact, if she taped or like tied kryptonite onto Lewis Lane, then it would be just the end of the story. Just Superman really has no authority and can't do anything about that at that point and can't even save Lewis, so he'd be super enraged. And if he just killed um, Captain Marvel, which he really can't, um, yeah, she's, Lewis is not going to be saved. She He can't um, turn Captain Marvel's mind to be like, okay, maybe I should just take off the kryptonite. No, it would just be a situation where Lewis would just sit there and decay. So, it, there is no place where Superman lives. He would always die. I don't even care if there's a multiverse or an else world out there where Superman wins. I really don't see it happening. Unless he just waits around until Captain Marvel dies of old age. and then, But that's not even him killing her. Unless he just drops a rock on her and then she dies. Because she's old, too old and frail, then that'd be kind of messed up. It'd be actually super messed up. But whatever, I'm getting way off on a tangent. The Amazon Warrior. No, not the store, but the online two-day shipping or less. This place, this is the place, the Amazon, with the Amazon rainforest and all that. That's where Wonder Woman is from. She has the lasso of truth. Which, mag which makes you magically confess the truth. She also has bulletproof arm braces and a shield and sword that are made of magical bracelets. She is immune to fire, can disguise herself kind of like Loki, has superhuman agility, command, has the um, attribute to command militaries, teleports through dimensions, has superhuman stamina, superhuman durability, can talk to animals, can speak many languages. She can convert her mind power into physical power, resist magic, has extreme wisdom, enhanced senses of like all the 
all the senses. Super strength, speed, flight, telepathy, super healing. That is all the powers and abilities and attributes that I've found of Wonder Woman that would benefit her in any fight. But moving on now to her enemy, the King of Wakanda, the Black Panther, T'Challa. The Black Panther has really good senses, durability, healing of sorts. It's not really like the healing that Deadpool or Wolverine have. Um, from what I read online, it's more like if somebody broke his bone or something, maybe chipped a piece of his bone or broke his arm of it, he could very fastly reheal it. Same as if somebody took a chunk out of his skin, it could fastly reheal. Not like a big, big chunk. Like a, I, I don't know how big the chunk would have to be, but I would imagine like if he gets sliced, if he like fell into a rock and then it's like two inch deep cut or something, he could probably heal it pretty fast. He also can really interestingly sense the multiverse, which is really big, but doesn't really help him in a fight against... Uh, Wonder Woman, because that she would be coming from an else world, technically, not the multiverse. Which the else worlds is DC's way of saying we have a multiverse. He is very intelligent, has mastered all weapons. He is multilingual. Um, he has super strength and invisibility. So, basically, he's kind of like Batman, honestly. Except he can heal himself easier than Batman can. Um, and he's very experienced with all types of weapons. Where Batman doesn't, he's not really too experienced. I mean, he can shoot a gun. I guess there's some comics where he does shoot guns, but it's very rare. Now, if the great Amazon warrior went up against the king of Wakanda, I believe that Black Panther would win the fights. Black Panther has claws made of vibranium while Wonder Woman has magic, magical bracelet gear. Black Panther would leave some bloody claw marks on Wonder Woman because well, her armor doesn't really seem like it's reinforced all that much. She just has a shield and a sword and that's not going to really work for long. But they both have great senses which would make it a pretty fair fight. They have some key attributes that and abilities that um, are very comparable and close and similar so it would make it a fair fight so in the end Black Panther wins the only way I kind of see um, Wonder Woman ever winning is if Wonder Woman went to Wakanda or maybe was just in the Amazon and commanded the animals to um, help kill T'Challa then she of course could chop off his head but I don't really see that happening because at the same time, like Black Panther kind of has an authority over most of the animals because he's the king of Wakanda. So basically what would have to happen is for some conflict to arise, maybe like, um, I, I don't even know, kingdom rivalry. And then he goes to the Amazon rainforest and finds Wonder Woman there and gets mad. And then Wonder Woman just says, I don't know, Amazon, um, the Amazon animals, which I know are pretty deadly. I'm sure like a couple of snakes, you know, some spiders, stuff like that. Maybe some tigers. I don't really know if the tigers are there. Maybe not. But panther. Oh, wait. 
They might have panthers in the Amazon. But I wonder if she commanded a panther against him. I'm sure T'Challa could somehow communicate in some way to the panther that I am like one of your kind. And then maybe the panther would just turn on her. So basically what has to happen is she commands anything but a panther in the Amazon and then can behead T'Challa, which is very unlikely. Now, finally, the last battle, the world's greatest detective, Bruce Wayne, better known as Batman, has Wayne Tech on his side. He also has a very strong suit and sometimes, and I mean this really, only sometimes uses the batarangs. Most importantly though, Batman has mastered multiple of the martial arts. He can glide. He has x-ray vision, super strength, is a genius. And when I say a genius, I really mean this. He's a genius. There's a comic where it tells you that Batman has a plan to kill everybody in the Justice League in case they went evil and rogue. And he knows how to do that so he could survive himself. He has studied all these different fighting forms so he can, like estimate what the next move would be he also can blend right in with the shadows he so he's kind of invisible at night you know because he's the batman and all black he has superhuman agility he always finds a way out of death which is interesting one to put on here but if you've seen the dark knight trilogy then you know like bane brings his back in the comics and then of course in this movie and then he like overcomes that and there's i think something with raz al ghul where there's like this fountain of healing thing and he gets rehealed, um, but he can almost always just like find a little workaround. He's kind of like John Wick. Which, spoilers for John Wick 3, but at the end of John Wick, you know, he falls from the building and after getting shot like six times, falls down a building and then falls into a, like a shopping cart <laughs> and then has the. John Wick has the power to lift his finger and flip off the dude. So, I mean, John Wick is still alive, but he's kind of like John Wick, like always finding a way out of the death. And people fear him. Um, a lot of different people fear him. If they've heard of the Bat, especially criminals more so, they, feel the bat, they fear the Batman. And so, if his enemy right here know knew about him i'm sure this person might fear him so for all you star wars fans i thought who could stand a chance against the bat out of everybody in star wars who could stand a chance against the bat i came up with a few mostly being the bounty hunters like boba fett would have a chance cad bane definitely would have a chance um I guess even some of the Sith would have a chance against Batman and it would be a fair fight. More so like the Inquisitors, I think. Um, Darth Maul, Savage Press, the Knight Brothers and the Knight Sisters. There's a lot of the dark side. I'm sure even some of the light side characters could stand a chance against the Bat, but it's, it's few in the grand universe of Star Wars. It's a couple of characters, like a handful of them. But I came up with 
one of the fairest and the coolest ones, the Mandalorian. And no, I'm not saying the Mandalorian with Baby Yoda, otherwise known as Grogu to the system, just Mando. And Mando has proven to us that he can wield the dark side, the dark saber, pretty well now. He's a great shot with all of his guns. He's pretty good with hand-to-hand -hand combat. He also can use his jetpack pretty good. But does he have what it takes to kill the greatest, the world's greatest detective? In short, no. Mando does not stand a chance to the bat. The bat is too far too intelligent and can calculate any move coming. Mando would be crushed by Batman's fist. Mando would get in some great, he would get some good hits. I guess, on Batman, but overall, Mando would die in almost every circumstance. Mando could jetpack in the air and shoot some missiles at Batman, but Batman would just evade them and throw a bad rank at Mando's jetpack, and then it would malfunction, and Mando would die. There are two outcomes where Mando could potentially win. The first is that Mando ignites the Darksaber and slices Batman in half. I think that this one could be avoided by the bat, Batman would probably just call the Batmobile or tie up Mando as he soon senses the attack and just evade it. Uh, but the second outcome would be Robert Pattinson's Batman uh, fights Mando. Now, Mando would get beaten up still pretty bad. And Robert Pattinson's Batman, if you've seen the Batman, he does get up, beat up pretty bad sometimes. But he overcomes that. Even Robert Pattinson's Batman is pretty good just for a year two fighter and fights pretty good for Batman. Also, Robert Pattinson's Batman just needs to use the serum and get the adrenaline rush and then, of course, fight Bando and then crush Mando's head into the ground. Especially if Mando had Catwoman hostage, then Mando would be killed brutally by the bat. Or should I say by vengeance? Well, I hope that you enjoyed today's AnyCast episode. Don't forget to join the Discord, share the show, the share the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts, and send voice messages. Next time, we'll do a tier list for all of the Disneyland rides and Disneyland California Adventure rides. See you real soon.